0: Canine Cast number 39.
1: It's the Canine Cast with Tara and Walter. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Canine Cast. This is Tara.
0: And hello, everyone. This is Walter with your Canine Cast recap. In case you missed the last episode, Canine Cast number 38, we had a special holiday edition Canine Cast where we had holiday tips to help keep your dog happy and safe during the holidays. And we also had a listener's story that they sent in and recorded themselves called Teddy's Thanksgiving.
1: On today's show, we'll be talking about a dog that doesn't want to play, a dog that is chewing everything that it can get into its mouth, and also hear a short story about someone who owns a Great Dane. So, without further ado, our first email is from Adam, and he writes in about his dog, Daisy.
0: Canine Cast. My girlfriend and I adopted a beagle about a year and a half ago. We're fairly certain that she was abused. She doesn't bark ever. She also flops over and exposes her stomach when anybody approaches her. Additionally, she's a compulsive licker. While we always try to treat this with compassion, the most frustrating thing about her, Daisy, is that she doesn't play. She doesn't play with balls or toys. She doesn't play with us. She just wants to be petted all the time. We're both positive this isn't very healthy, and we're wondering if there's anything we could do about it. Thanks, Adam.
1: Well, Adam, there's a few things to do about it. First of all, um, with your description of Daisy, it sounds like, on the one hand, she may have been abused. On the other hand, she may just have a very submissive personality. There are some dogs who will act just the same way, even though the way that they were raised, I mean, their idea of abuse may be not getting a new toy that day. But um, but they're absolutely fine. So while well, you said that you treat with compassion, that's a good idea. But at the same time, make sure that you don't baby her too much. You basically want to treat her as you would any dog. She's lucky enough to be with you now. So we know that those days of possible abuse are behind her anyway. So for getting her to play... Um, Some things to keep in mind, again, it could just be a personality trait that she's just not a playful dog. Some dogs just naturally are a little bit calmer, less playful, and do just want to be petted a lot. On the other hand, if she was maybe neglected, then she may not have been taught how to play and she may not have been taught to play with humans. So So there's a few things that you can do to try to combat that. First of all, what I would suggest that you do is try to teach her to interact with you in different ways that will be mutually enjoyable, meaning that... For her, playing with you may not necessarily mean a game of fetch. It could mean if you'd like to do some obedience training with her to go ahead and do some obedience. And that can be a lot of fun for both the dog and the owner as you teach her new things. And when I say obedience, yes, go ahead and do you know your sit and your stay and your down, so on and so forth. But you can also teach her tricks that are just a lot of fun. And a lot of dogs really, really like to please, regardless of if they have a more playful personality or they have a more couch potato personality. They really, really are happy when their owners and their pack members are happy. So by, by doing this with her, you're going to put her in a position where she's able to make you happy. That's a lot of fun for her. So that can be something that's very enjoyable to you both. Now... In addition to that, you can actually teach her games. Uh, for example, I had talked about fetch before. There are a lot of dogs that are not natural retrievers. They don't just um, n- know how to play fetch or have necessarily any desire to just by itself. But you can teach them actually to play fetch with you. Um, there's And there's actually lots of websites about that, about teaching your dog the retrieve. But basically what it boils down to is that you teach them to go after something that you throw and then the, you, know, the, you also have to teach them to bring it back to you and then to give it to you when they get there and each of those behaviors you can train your dog so that should that she learns um, she won't necessarily fetch just because the actual fetching itself is fun but as she learns that you like her to do these things then that can become a lot of fun for her as well we also did a show on games on canine cast so if you would like to review that show then that will give you some ideas of some other games that you might be able to play with her and to teach her that will get her kind of involved um like for example one great one is the find it game where you can hide something and she can go actually find it now being a beagle she's she may be kind of oriented towards using her nose so if she can kind of track things with the find it game actually smell where they went that can be a lot of fun for her. and just for your just for your reference the canine cast that I'm talking about is um, canine cast number 25 where it mentions some good games to play with your dog. So what I would suggest that you do is to go ahead and try to teach her some of these games and it may, it may take a while and it may be actually very similar to say um, teaching her how to sit. We're going to kind of want to show her what you want from her and as she, as she does that reward her. Now, you've said that she really, really wants to be petted all of the time. That can be a very powerful reward for a dog. So go ahead and work with her on, you know, which whichever games you've decided to play, what other what, whatever things you've decided to work with her on first. And when she does them, really, really, um, you know, go ahead and give her that, you know, that attention, that Petting and that affection, and in that way, you can kind of teach her to play um, we've We've actually done a little bit of that ourselves. Our Kyler was not really playful with us at all when we first got her she just she was just kind of the same way she would follow you around and and want to be pet all the time, but the idea of um of any other type of interaction seemed like it was kind of foreign to her. And it's, it's taken, I mean, at this point, we've had her for years. And we still, you know, are teaching her are teaching her things. She, you know, has never, ever, ever, um, or had never, ever, ever played tug with me at all. Until about three days ago, I was holding a toy, and she decided, okay, we'll try to play a tug game. So that was kind of that was kind of very um, interesting. My point being that, you know, it may it may take some time. But as you go ahead and teach your dog different things, not only are you giving her a great way to interact with you in a way that can be, you know, playful and fun for both of you, it will also help to build her confidence, and so that may um, come, come across in a way that it will actually pull out that more playful personality. Um, she may just not know that that's an acceptable way to interact with you. So once you teach her that, then she may start to surprise you. Um, so, so far, so far as everything else, her flopping over and, and exposing her stomach. Well, that's, that's okay. She can get belly rubs for that. Or as part of teaching her to do, to do different things, you can use the come command, actually call her to you. And that may put her on, um, on a more level footing where she will feel a little more confident approaching you. And in that way, she may not be as apt to just roll over. With her licking, you can teach her a no lick command, and basically, I mean, if you if you enjoy her giving you kisses, then that's a wonderful thing. But it, at some points, it gets to be enough, so that way you can tell her no lick, and she'll be done. Um, and basically, the way that you'll want to do that is when she's when she's licking you. At some point, she probably will stop for some reason, or you can do something, you know, to distract her, maybe have your girlfriend across the room, um, clap or make a sound or something to distract her from licking. And as soon as she does that, that's when you give her the command, no lick, or whatever you would like to use, and praise her for being so good and not licking you, even if she just stops for a second or two. So, um, so those are just some ideas to try. Now, with with her, it's it sounds like it's probably an okay thing if she just, you know, doesn't want to play so long as you guys are okay with it. But if you are concerned that she, you know, that she isn't happy or that there is some other bigger problem with this, then that it wouldn't be a bad thing for you to consult an animal behaviorist um, and see what they, you know, see what they have to say and what things they have to suggest for you as well. But for right now, I would try just, you know, teaching her some different games and see where that leads you so best of luck with that adam and now we're going to go to a voice message that we received from rob in cincinnati and he talks about his dog that is a compulsive chewer
2: tara walter i've got a question for you um listening to several episodes and actually skipped ahead to the episode on chewing um I've got a dog that um, is American Eskimo, we believe. Well, we we know she's American Eskimo. And we believe she's German Shepherd. We're not 100% sure, but the markings tend to tell us that she is. She's about, uh, uh, I would say, 8 months old. Maybe 10 tops. We're not sure. We got her from a no-kill animal puppy rescue. Uh, We've had her for probably... Maybe six months. Um, the problem we've got is the dog chews on everything. Um, she doesn't necessarily chew on my stuff as much as she chews or everybody else's stuff as much as she chews, like the table legs, um, the sides of the wall, um, just paper, tearing stuff off the counters, off the wall, um, we we put her, and I'm sure some of it's separation anxiety, but we, uh, sort of block her in our kitchen because it's, it's hard, hard floor, it's got these ceramic floors, and so, therefore, we don't have to worry about her tearing, you know, like a rug and stuff up, but she's even chewing our, our rug, um, you know, she's getting through the, uh, the, uh, gate there and, and, chewing our, our rug. We tried spraying the, um, bad tasting stuff for for dogs i think it was called uh fooey or something of the sort like that um she probably has about nine toys in in there with her she's got a kong got multiple chew toys toys that make noise um she's in there for a max of probably six hours because my wife works part time um and it's only three days a week but you know she even does it even if we live for like an hour. And, uh, just trying to correct that problem if at all possible because it's really driving us crazy and it's starting to cost us some money, um, to repair these things. Um, I'm, I'm busy all, all the time and my, and my wife is busy and, you know, we've been told, yes, we probably need to take her to a puppy training or something of the sort. We just really do not have the time currently. Although we do have two other kids in the house one is 10 and one is six and, uh you know, we're all just trying to work with her and, and stuff like that. Um, I have been told that the American Eskimo breed is a tougher breed to um, train and teach. I'm not sure if that's true or, or, or not, but um, I just wanted some feed, feedback or if you're planning on doing a show um, that uh, deals with chewing much more or not, I'm really not sure. So that's about it. Uh, thanks for your help. Thanks. Bye.
1: Hi, Rob. Thanks for giving us a call. And congratulations, your puppy is now in its puppy teenage years. And, oh yes, during this time, they absolutely do chew on everything. So, well, first of all, the good news is... Well, you said she's not chewing on your stuff per se, so that is good. That happens um, as well, which can make it even tougher. But the other good news is this isn't going to last forever. It'll probably be a few months, but the bad news is, is that for a few months, it's it's going to be pretty tough. So um, the first thing that I would suggest, you had mentioned that you keep her in a in a um the kitchen area when you're not able to watch her, which that's very helpful. Um, I'm not really clear on whether she's chewing on things um, in the kitchen, though, or... Um, you mentioned her taking things off of counters. So um, if she's doing that in the kitchen, then I would you know, highly recommend you know, keep your counters cleared off. Just do everything you can to keep things away from her that she could chew. Um, she has a lot of toys from the sound of it. So that's really good. And ones that make noise, Kongs, those are all wonderful toys. One thing you can do with the Kongs to help keep her occupied is to make sure to pack them full of food if you go to, um, to the Kong website, and we'll have that link for you, they actually have recipes in there for things that you can use to pack the Kong. And then if you freeze it, that makes it tougher for the dogs to pull the food out. So it'll keep them enticed and paying attention to it for longer. So that's one thing that you can do is to keep a frozen Kong or two on hand to give her for whenever she's in her safe area and sh- you can't watch her. Another thing as well is right now, if the kitchen area isn't keeping her out of trouble, this is the perfect time to use a crate. Um, crate tr- crates for dogs who are going through this, f- this phase are just an absolute lifesaver. So um, if the kitchen isn't keeping her out of trouble and you need something that will help a little bit, A little bit better Um, get her a crate and we've talked about those before on the show Um, they're just basically a um, they can be made of wire or plastic it's an air it's um, a little area for your dog to go in and you can close it so that they can't get out it'll be enclosed on all sides Um, you want it to be just big enough to hold her as an adult um now with the with the breeds that you had mentioned that she is, you're gonna have to kinda guess at that size. But if she's getting close to ten months, then she's probably close to the size that she will be. But anyway, that's something where you can put her toys in it. You can give her great things in there to keep her occupied, but it'll keep her out of trouble. Now for the breeds that you mentioned for her, uh actually American Eskimos, I and mean, you'd said that you'd heard that they're tough to train. Um, from everything I've heard they're actually very trainable some years back they actually were used in um, circus shows so they absolutely they can learn they can learn tricks and um, they're they're very very trainable and um, German Shepherds uh, you know if you're familiar with them they are also very trainable these are both breeds that have worked with humans throughout you know their time so um so both of those are things that you have going for you um, so far as training her. However, on the flip side of that, a lot of the dogs that are more that are more trainable and that um, want to be working with humans more are the same dogs that, if they are left alone by themselves, they will find a job to do. So that's something else that um, is probably happening here. Is not only is she going through um, a very normal puppy stage even though it's a difficult one it is normal Um, she's also probably um, you know looking for an outlet and something to do so that may be why she's chewing so much as well so by um by giving her you know different toys and things to do that will help to give her an outlet for that in addition um, i would recommend that you exercise her as much as possible and your kids could come could be absolutely invaluable for that um, what I suggest is if she if she likes to fetch, really use that. That's a great way to give the dog a lot of exercise without totally tiring yourself out. And each member of the family can do that um, to play fetch with her. Um, other things that are great, um, you had mentioned that you don't have time to take her to a training class right now. Of course, you know, I'm going to have to jump on the same train as everybody else and say that, you know, training is one of the very very best things that you can do for your dog, especially when they're going through you know a tough phase like this, if you don't have time to take her to a class, then you still can work work with your wife, um, work you know work with your kids, and if you can do. 15 minutes of training a day and it doesn't have to be all at once. It could be maybe you doing this five minutes in the morning, your wife doing this, um, you know, five minutes in the afternoon and um, one of you guys getting together with your kids and doing this for five minutes at night, um, then that will go a long way towards giving her some mental stimulation, which will, again, help tire her out so that she doesn't feel so much like she has to, um, to have her own job. Um, Now, in addition, make sure that the toys that she has are really, really good toys for chewing and get a few different types of chew toys because dogs will have their their own favorites. Some dogs really, really love to chew on Kongs and other rubber toys. Some dogs really love to chew on ropes. Some dogs really love to chew on rawhides. Now, um, whatever you get her, make sure that it's safe, which means that if you do um, let her have some rawhides, you're going to want to kind of, um, you know, keep an eye on that toy, make sure that she's not tearing off little chunks and swallowing it because that can get um, stuck, you know, in her throat or her stomach and could be bad for her. You don't, you know, want her to be in a dangerous situation. But, you know, with with um, the proper supervision, the rawhides can be okay for them to chew on um and even even if you're out of the room so long as you know, so long as she's not chewing one up in five minutes then you're probably okay with that so these are some things to try to um help get get through the chewing phase but um other other than that it's it is a very very common phase walter and i have a friend whose dog chewed her coffee table chewed the baseboards off of her walls um it lasts for a few months, and it's really, really trying. But after that, they do get better, and they become absolutely wonderful dogs.
0: And one of the things that she tried that really helped her a lot too was the crate training, and uh, and she saw an improvement once the dog kind of had their own place to go and things like that.
1: Right, right, yeah. Um, that's another thing too is the crate actually, since, it, since dogs, um, you know, Back when they when they were wolves, were used to being in dens, which were little, you know, small enclosed areas. Putting them in an area like that, once they get used to it, uh, is actually very calming for them. They and they can enjoy that a lot, and that can take a lot of stress away from them. So if this if this is in any way stress related as well, which stress can definitely exacerbate um, the chewing response that your puppy has already. Um, if you can calm your puppy down through crate training, then that, will, um, that may help the chewing as well. Um, but uh, the, the biggest thing is to go ahead and do whatever training you can do different things to exercise your dog and tire your dog out. Even if, even if your kids, um, just want to go, you know, play with the dog in the backyard. Um, and you guys can supervise them kind of running around, um, with the dog. You don't want the dog necessarily to chase them, but, um, but just, you know, having a good time that'll tire out your kids too. So that may be helpful as well. Um, Doing, doing that, your training, making sure that the dog has good toys to chew on that are going to keep it occupied for a while will go a long way towards helping as well as um, making sure that your dog has a crate. So, you know, best best of luck with that. Hang in there. Um, in a few months, your dog will probably start calming down and, um, and it'll be a much easier situation for you. So thanks so much for calling in, Rob. And last but not least tonight, we have a story that our listener wrote in um, about his Great Dane.
0: Hello, Tara and Walter. I was very happy to hear that episode 32 was about Great Danes. I have one myself. Her name is Madeline, and she is one of the best dogs I have ever owned and is extremely funny. I have only had her for one year, and I still remember the day my wife and I brought her home at a petite 17 pounds. She weighed more than our dachshund Buckley, who at the time was 8 months old. Madeline now weighs 110 pounds, and she should top out at about 150 to 160 pounds. And yes, Buckley is the dominant one at a whopping 13.4 pounds. Just for the person who is looking into getting one, I just wanted to say that Madeline snores like a bear, and burps, and passes gas like a human. That alone is enjoyment enough. Tara and Walter, keep up the good work, and I can't wait to hear the next episode. Sincerely, Michael.
1: Well, thanks, Michael. She definitely sounds like an amusing dog. Now, we actually put up pictures of Madeline and Buckley um, a a little while ago, back um, closer to when we first got this email, but we realized that we hadn't shared the story behind it, so we wanted to do that today, too. And you can look in the... Picture gallery to see um, pictures of Madeline and Buckley,
0: and we also have some new pictures for the picture gallery. We have pictures of Sierra and Rupee that were sent in by Trent, and we also have a picture of Casey sent in by Robert that we've added to the picture gallery. So check those out, at CanineCast.com. All
1: right, and that just about wraps up our CanineCast. As always, we love getting emails from you with all of your pictures and your stories and your questions. So keep sending them on in. We're slowly but surely starting the trickle of actually being able to answer emails now. So that's pretty exciting for us. And um, with that, we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, thanks for your patience. As I believe you may have heard, Kyler barking and whining in the background. She's protesting our recording right now because she wants to go out for her own exercise.
0: I think it was also the neighbor's dog that kind of got her attention.
1: Yeah, that, that could be a little bit too. They're still getting used to this living in apartment life and tend to still be very good at letting us know whenever anyone is out and about. But as always, thanks for joining us and if you haven't already, please remember to spay or neuter your dog. It's the best thing you can do for your furry friend. <coughs>
0: If you have a question for Tara or a comment about Canine Cast, please leave us a voice message by calling 206-338-DOGS. That's 206-338-3647. Or post a comment on our website at CanineCast.com. That's the letter K, the number 9, cast.com.